On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hello, everyone. This is Pub Crawl is with the geriatric genius for another edition of As the Ale House Turns. I think this is like 61. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's up there. Certainly up there. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, uh, whether it's uh, morning, noon, or night. Good morning, good afternoon, good night to you. Um, thanks for uh, uh, being here, and thanks to um, just for listening in general. We, I feel like we often have to thank everybody. I think they should thank us, I know really. you always say that, but that's yeah. just silly. Um, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Why is that silly? We're, you know, it's not like, this This takes a great deal of effort and focus it and does. concentration. Oh, it does. And it takes a lot of abuse. My taking abuse from you. A de- well-deserved abuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, welcome also to Rock and Roll Ruth, who's here. Hi. And to Jordan, of course. And, hi, hi, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Jordan loves, what's up here again? What's up? He, likes he drinks da- Daisy, Daisy Cutter. Cutter. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had it? You can, I drink it most of the time when I'm sitting in front of you. Oh, do you like it? I love it. Oh. It's one of the most amazing we beers out there. We won't talk about beer tonight. We won't talk about beer it tonight. It all tastes the same after three sips. Oh, my God. Your bananas. Um, yeah, Daisy Cutter's rocking and rolling. Usually in front of me, I'm drinking a Daisy Cutter. Where do they make it? Chicago. Oh, they do? Yeah. Up uh, either in uh, their original breweries up on North Lincoln Avenue. Um, and then they have another one, like, on, on Balmoral, almost to Western. Uh, great brewery. Anyway, right now I'm drinking an off-color, which is also delicious. Um, okay, so Chicago has been bringing in the heat. And uh, I'm going to say that, amazingly, the, the heat, the high temperatures, are something, something that both Bruce and I actually agree on. We both love it. Oh. Like, the hotter, the better. I enjoy it. I, I, enjoy didn't, know, good... I didn't know you enjoyed it. Yeah. Rock, rock and Roll Ruth just wilts like a... I can't take it. <laughs> yeah. No, I like being outside She, she actually... I mean, I can see. I, I make concessions. I allow her to turn the fans on. Jesus. But I've just. I've, you don't put the. He doesn't put the AC on. Are you kidding? Home? I pull them all out of all the windows. There's I can't one stand left. It. Wait, you guys don't have central air? No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You. You couldn't. If you put a gun at my head, you. You couldn't make me put. Central. Are you? Is your? I don't know. I've not noticed this. Is your place radiators? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, that's right. Because sometimes it gets too hot. I love that. It's like you guys have this... Yeah, in the middle of winter, you just open a window, and you know what? You're not hot anymore. <laughs> it's real simple. It works. 
Um, so there's only one unit is it in, your, in your room, Ruth? No. It's in the TV room. Oh, yeah, sure, that makes but, sense. But it never goes on when I'm there, when I'm present. Um, really? That's not nice. Yeah, really. What do you mean, it's not nice? So you sit there and sweat to death? Oh, she no. did, you should no, no, see no, it. I'm, I'm, I manage. How do you manage? Mind over matter. That's got, bullshit, <laughs> Bruce. That's <laughs> no, such if, bullshit. I don't if, mind it. It doesn't if, matter. If there's one thing, if there's one example of an aspect of your, of how you can be yeah, selfish, let's, this let's is see, it. Let's see you articulate this. This is it. This is it. I'm just trying to be nice All about right, it. Let me explain something to you. I'm very delicate. And <laughs> if I get... I get horrible, horrible colds from air conditioning. I can't stand it. It's awful. I will say that I personally also sort of follow those European uh, standards of like air conditioning because it's sometimes bad for you because of all the nastiness. Oh, yeah. that of course up. it can. But when it's 90 fucking degrees out, you know turn you that shit up. No, yeah, go jump in the lake. Not everyone has the luxury of being able to jump in the lake. Well, then when turn... was the last time you jumped in the lake, by the way? Uh, I think when I when I was when I was going up to the dunes, I used to jump in the lake every fucking day. Although I think I got some kind of rash from uh, <laughs> polluted water from the mill. You got some E. coli. Yeah. Um. You live so close to the lake. Why don't you jump in the lake? Because I'm not that hot. I mean, I mean, uh, if if uh, the water over here is not, you know, one thing up in the dunes, it was where I used to go. Uh, it, it, well, and the plus, I guess the lake, it's cold. Water's cold. I mean, if, if it was nice water, I'd, I'd go up there and jump in on right? I don't want to be cold. On Monday morning, or Monday, it was so hot, and Goat Girl had a night, uh, had an afternoon start at work, like a 4 p.m. start. So she was like, I think I'm going to go take a walk to the lake with Humphrey, the dog, right? She's like, Do you want to come? That's a pretty long walk. Well, he, he he actually gets placed in a wagon and he gets pulled. Oh, that's so funny. Mean, that's yeah. He is an old dog. He's well, at least 12. she's not. At least she's not spitting out kids. So if that's what it comes to. Uh... <laughs> I, well, I'm actually. That's another thing I agree with you on. But anyway, so I had a meeting that got uh, canceled. So I decided to join them, and we were literally just like at Division and the lake, and they kind of rebuilt. Uh, a little bit of the, I don't know, the walkway there, and there's a great spot now that you can literally just sit like on a towel on concrete, and the water right around division. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like right. It comes perfectly to the top of it, so if you're actually sitting on the ground, like just a little bit of water can come at you, and it's just so refreshing. Or you could just literally just jump in the lake and hop right out, without dealing with all that sand bullshit. So I'm like, God, I gotta, I gotta spend more time over here. It was so relaxing and refreshing. Well, that reminds me. I remember my, um, my Indonesian Dutch bombshell girlfriend, Indy, when she was working for when uh, Playboy was. I guess it's the Palmel building now, the old Playboy uh-huh. building. And she was working in the for Playboy, and Hefner and. Some guys I met when they saw me with her, when I ended up with her, uh, this would have been in the late 60s, oh no, not late 60s, middle 60s, but somebody said, oh wow, 
is that your girlfriend? I said, yeah. So, oh, wow. We used to all go down to the, you know, that cement, you know, yeah. right, right, right be- just a little bit south of Oak Street Beach. Mm-hmm. And every day at lunch, she would come down and with her clothes on, but she would put on her bikini with her clothes. So there would be like flashes of various body parts while she would put into her, her bikini. She had an absolutely unreal body. Just not She didn't have the bikini on before she got there? No, she would do it down there. And she would do it, you know, like kind of wiggle out of clothes as she put down this. And they said... There, there, there was like 30, 40 guys that would show up every day to eat their lunch or watch her. Uh, <laughs> she didn't catch on after a while. She, she could care less. Yeah. <laughs> she probably kind of enjoyed. Ex- she probably enjoyed the hell out of it. And it didn't it. bother you. Well, first of all, I was, I didn't, I wasn't going out with her. Well, she became a professional, you know, topless, bottomless girl, and so. Wait, wait, what? A t- professional topless bottomless girl what the fuck in does San that mean? Francisco. What, does well, that mean? what do you, what do you dancer, mean? Dancer. Oh, so she's a stripper. Well, we yeah. That's what that's what that is. Okay. Except, yeah, except she just come out naked most of the time. Really? Yeah. Where's the like? Where's like? There was no tease. She teased, but I mean there was. But oh, she was no. already naked. But yeah, I mean most of the girls. How can you be a tease when you're already girls, naked? The, oh, they know how to do. It. Those girls in San Francisco, yeah, they just come out and get naked. Those girls in San Francisco, I tell ya. Um, so anyway, yes, I've been enjoying the heat. You've been enjoying the heat. Okay, I can't believe you don't let Ruth sit in air conditioning. That's ridiculous. Um, well, if I'm not in the room, I guess you could turn it on. <laughs> oh, my God, I guess you're loud, Ruth. I hope you do, by the way. Of course uh, I what do. What when he's gone? Of course I do. Or he's do. in a different room, you crank that. Of course that. I do. Crank it. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm out, Pitiful. I'm, out, I'm out swatting golf balls in this blazing sun. And it's really great because very few people are on the golf course. Cause, and then at the driving ranges, they wilt like flies. So there's all these extra... Now, I've got blisters because everybody doesn't... They don't finish their golf balls at the driving range. So I just go around and collect them and just beat the shit out of myself. How long can you manage to stay out there? I was out there for three hours soon. By the way, I don't know if that's very healthy for someone your age. Yeah, but I've, it's my cardio rehab program. I know, but I don't know, like, you know how when they say, hey, it's 90 degrees out, please take care of your pets? They also say, like, take care of your... Elderly. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the noonday sun. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm a little bit concerned. Is all I'm saying. Well, I don't. I think you're going to get over that very. I think that concern will just kind of just water up a duck's back. I thought you maybe would go out there for like 45 minutes or so, oh, but three well, hours. Oh, well, I played golf the other day. On, I think it was Monday, and I was out there for over four hours. I was getting concerned. It's now like I, I think maybe we should. Five thirty, and he's not home. And I was, and I was. Uh, Twelve thirty-one. I was a mess when Whoa. I finished. I, I was a mess. So do you get home and collapse after that? Oh yeah. Do you shower? When I get enough strength, when I regain enough strength to shower, I do. Wait a minute. You get home after being in the hot sun. I collapse. Like in the bed? No, in a chair. Okay. I have a lawn chair because I don't have. We have a very, very odd arrangement in, in the TV room, and I have to have support for my back and my head. So I can't. Ruth sits on the couch, but I put a little lawn chair where I'm reclining lawn it's chair. It's a zero gravity, you know, oh, elastic. Yeah, uh-huh. 
and it reclines, but he has it setting up, and he's comfortable. He loves it. Yeah, I would like it. I'd like a great big lazy boy, but I don't have. You know, so yeah. let me get this straight. It's ninety some degrees out. You're out there for three plus hours, yeah. sweating like a knucklehead. Oh, I'm so totally soaked. I have you to pull home, all my clothes off because they. they you just get work. home yeah. and you collapse in this chair where you're sweat soaked. Yeah. Don't forget, I and take, there's I, no air conditioning and it's stagnant. I, I take my he's, clothes off. He's naked. You're naked. Yeah. Well, in his underwear. Sometimes I'm naked. <laughs> I'm feeling naughty. And it's there's no movement of air and it's hot in there. No ceiling that fan. No, we have a ceiling fan and they're great. Is it just a, is it stink? No, no. You must well, stink up the joint. I, I I can't smell, so I don't know if I'm stinking up the joint. <laughs> you know, smell. you would, you would. Uh, I know you get really tired after all this, but if you went straight to the shower, you'd have a much better sleep. I don't have. Str- I, I believe me. I you sleep, don't sleep. But- no, you don't. Well, you I, always complain to me that you, yeah, you take a lot of naps, but you're not, they're not well, good. Well, no, I do. Have, well, no, I do have to take a nap as soon as I, I watch, I watch a little TV, see if uh, what pissy face has been up to, and then um, go over to the, my computer to see if anybody's attacking me, and then uh, I collapse and take a nap. I'm just consider the post exercise shower. But yeah, well, you know what? If I had enough strength, I would. Why don't you stop like 30 minutes sooner? I, it's not my nature. <laughs> logic is not your nature. Oh, no, logic okay. is, that's, that's, all, that's, that's, okay, that's well, logic is my credo. So, that's. So, tell Liz who kicked, who kicked you off their Twitter feed, who got mad at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been. Fuck- I'm pretty close, let me tell you. I've been fucking with uh, Michael Avenatti for about. I don't know, four or five months now. What are you doing? I might, you know, the one thing good about Twitter That's a is dumb you question. Go, Why did I ask that question? You, you what can are you, doing? You, you can fuck with celebrities now. They sometimes I can get a week or two in before they. I don't know how who they must have somebody saying, "Hey, there's some guy just making ridicule you know, at all times." So anyway, I've been fucking with Avenatti. And let me see if I can pull up one of your tweets about it, just so I can get an idea of what you're doing. Continue. Okay. So anyway. He then comes out with taking credit. Let's see who. Um, oh, R. Kelly. He said that he's taking credit for R. Kelly going to jail, which is what? Kind of, yeah. Everyone he, knows it's uh, what's his nuts. They just locked him up. R. Kelly. Everyone knows it was uh, Jim DeRogatis. Yeah. Well, anyway, he he was. I don't know, and I don't care who's responsible. So anyway, I said. So I I, I Twitter. I go. Um, Michael, who do you think is going to get the longer sentence, uh, R. Kelly or you? And then he made some nasty remark, some some snide remark. And then I, what the hell was the other one? I said something that really pissed him off. So then he he blocked me. But I get blocked from all the celebrities eventually. <laughs> I got blocked from from Aja Argento and Rose McGowan, of course. But that was after Anthony died. Okay, are you, what are you I'm doing? I'm looking for your tweets, which are I have all kinds pictures. of tweets. Yeah, well, I do. It's a lot simpler just showing, you know. Okay, so here's a tweet picture. of you saying to him, Avenatti, how much did you steal from Stormy? Yeah, he didn't like that one either. Did he reply to you? Oh, he did. No, he did not. 
No, the, the, no it, it, it's hard to find that that stuff. There, there was some reply. Is, does any does anybody comment on your shit? Oh, oh yeah. To all the R. Kelly fans and sycophants taking to social media to blame me for his charges, keep it coming. Wow, really? Yeah, what an asshole. Mike, and then you reply, Michael, who do you think will get the longer sentence, you or R. Kelly? Ooh. And there's no reply. Well, that's he, I think that was the one that where he um, blocked me. I, you get a sign saying, so-and-so blocked you. Um, oh, I haven't you, gone on Trump. Oh, there's a lot of pro-Trump people who like to yell at you, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get, I get yelled at. Well, shocker. Um, it's not like Facebook. And then what they did when they suspended... You know, I've only been suspended once on Twitter. And I don't know exactly... What, I think it was one of those... Me- I mean, do you remember that one that won the... I sent it to you a couple times... The chick with the huge tits that said, oh, "I came, I came here to yes. to fuck yes. and drink, and I'm just about done drinking." Yes, you, you like to post that on my Facebook I do. a lot. And I was posting that, and I think so. Anyway, somebody turns me in, and so then they make me go to Twitter prison po- politeness yeah. school. No, you got to go to school. They make you remove the stuff. They tell you what you have to remove, and then they tell you how long you're suspended. You know, really, uh, I, I had to track down. That's a good. That's a good. Strategy. No, it's not. I had to track yeah, down the... Yeah, it's like the, making oh, you the, re- write the I will not blah, 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 a hundred times. Twitter, um, I had... They, they don't have a real public face as far as the ownership, so I had to do a little research before I attacked the owner. I mean, the chairman they're, of the board They're all or owned by the same people. No, no, there was... A Twitter, is it... Is it no, it's Facebook. It Facebook, Twitter, no, and Instagram no, are the same? No, 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 no. Facebook no. and Instagram is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what no, the hell's going no, on over there? No, they're different people. Um, what were you doing? She was grabbing my phone. I don't know what the hell for. Out was, of your pants? Well, it's yeah. in the pocket, and the flap was stuffed inside the pocket, and it's easy to fall out. So, so I look out for him. Yeah, I know. You okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, 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 I'm actually surprised you don't get suspended more often. What are you talking about? You've been suspended over 60 times on Facebook. Yeah. I'm shocked now, at something wrong. i got to be careful because I've been going after some, you know, it's when I go after people on other people's uh, walls, and there's just so many fucking stupid, you why, know. Why does it concern you so much that you need to just do this? You know why? Because I do have a Christ complex. And when I was in high school, people called me the vigilante. I have a sense of social justice. I cannot sit idly by like you do. I don't think do. what you're doing is yes, cons- it is. It's considered yeah. social you know justice. What? You know what? If if there would have been more people like me in Germany in the 30s, they might not oh have had God. Hitler. I, I, you need to like. I think you need to channel a lot of this into a more positive outlet. Oh yeah. Are you painting, I, by the way? What's it to you? <laughs> and, by, and, and, and there's a new painting up there on the wall. There is. Yeah. What is it? It's around. You can't see it because I it was. Oh, that's good. I could never get anybody to help me uh, screw it in, so I had to put it on the shelf. Oh, I see. I no, see it's it. no, no. You don't. It's, it's around. You can't. Oh, what's behind? Never mind. There's um, something back there. It's it's the one with Trump and Lindsay Lickspittle playing golf, and I gave Lindsay um, camel toe. 
Um, you should put it up. It's up. You, I, I keep pointing. It's around the corner over there. You can't see it from here. That's stupid. Why would you put it in a place where no one can see it? You can see it if you're over there, dipshit. <laughs> you need to move uh, Newt Gingrich, because that's old news. I like that one. And you need to put replace it with a new one. That I know was, you like that was, it, that was but Bourdain's he's got to swap it out. Cause, no, I've cause got a spot. Lindsay is more no, uh, I, I, uh, uh, relevant. There's a spot right above the fan, but it requires somebody to hold it while somebody screws it in. And Toby and her special guy were supposed to help me do that, and that was six weeks ago. So finally, I just brought it in. Well, since they're the only people who are ever in the alehouse. No, well, I used to do. I used to have uh, Bukovich help me do all. Why don't you get uh, Grasshopper or somebody? Well, I he says Lee can handle the screw gun. I, that's really I don't know how to. Do I mean, that. this is so typical of alehouse. Like, how, it's gonna, how hard is it to fucking put a painting up? Well, I'd like to see little midget you try to do it because it's Give me a tall high. ladder and I'll do it. We got a tall ladder. All I'd right, like I'll to take see. care of it. Oh, we do Let's a video. Let's do it after the podcast. We'll do a video. You, you I mean, what the it. fuck? You've never screwed in a, anything? I have screwed, but I use screwdrivers. obvious? I use screwdrivers. You need something, you need like a mechanical I'm not really assistance? good with tools. I, I'm pretty good with a hammer. I can beat the shit out of stuff. <laughs> I can kind of saw... And hammer, but that's pretty much the All right, well, we'll take care of this. This is nonsense. Oh, um, I can I can. Okay, do so my question, are you painting? Uh, yeah, I have about, right now, because of my golfing, which is I really... I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, it's fucking everything up. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I've got about six customer portraits halfway completed. Halfway? And Halfway? Halfway. Sketched and out and, and... See? No, no, painted out. This is what you need to, uh, uh, you need, you need to find balance. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. because in the summer when it's nice out, you get consumed with the golf, and then all of a sudden when... Well, no, I got it's consumed. It's not time, you get consumed no, with just writing a book. I got consumed... with just painting. I got consumed with staying alive. <laughs> they told me... You better go to cardiac rehab after my heart attack and my stent. And did you? No. Yes. Yeah, see, that's what the fuck. No. Why are you using you know that as an excuse? I said, I'll do my own cardiac re- rehab. Thank you. Which was what? So I golf? got 90 fucking degree heat and played golf. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't think that's healthy. Um, what, when was that heart attack? It was like... Uh, January 12th-ish. Oh, wow. Look at oh, that. Oh. oh, wow. Um, and how are you feeling? I'm feeling like shit. (laughs) Still? Well, when I was playing today, I started, uh, I did start getting that feeling, that breathing feeling, so I did go sit See, you can't be out in that heat, knucklehead. Oh, well, bullshit, I can't. But I went and sat in the shade when that happened, up in the, by the... And are you drinking water? Yeah, I hydrate. How much? Way more than you. Bullshit. Yeah. How much? Give me a number. 14 gallons a day. (laughs) Asshole, uh, fourteen. Can you, if you drank fourteen gallons a day, we would not be able to do this podcast. Because your be, sorry ass would be running to the bathroom well, every three I, seconds. I run in before and after. <laughs> um, just make sure you're hydrating. I'm hydrating right now. Make sure, uh, 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 Ruth. Make sure he you, maybe like give him some uh, the noon tablets. In yeah, some of his water. He's into Gatorade, so baby what, steps. What are noon tablets? Oh, Lord. Noon, noon, noon is like more like healthier Gatorade. Ugh. Gatorade's got a lot of shit in it. 
just it, it tastes good. You well, would like it actually. Well, Ruth, what she does is she freezes it in the freezer. But you made then, little popsicles for yeah, you. Yeah, but no, but it's in the goddamn bottle, and so now it doesn't melt quick enough. Yeah, and but so, in this heat, it takes half an hour. And, I mean, you can start. No, it takes more. It takes more than a half hour. So I can take little sips out of it. So, so she goes out of her way to make you popsicles, and you're complaining. She doesn't make them. She doesn't make them milk quick enough. <laughs> you're such a jerk. Yet in the meantime, she's melting in the hot house. She's doing fine. Um. Okay. Well, I don't think you should. Again, I'm just going to summarize and say I don't think you should be out in the heat that long. I hope you're hydrating. And I think you need to find a little bit more balance in your life. Oh, yes. I should be working on my novel. I should be painting. I have a great idea for a painting of Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, you said that. And I want to do that. And uh, Stephen, the actor, gave me a, a cool frame, um, gold, with a golden frame, which would be perfect for it. Why so, don't you? I'm just saying that, like. But I yeah, see. I'd like if once I can get, like, just get in the groove with my goddamn. It's so frustrating. I'm so very close. I'm so very close to playing. You know, for my age, playing extremely good. I mean, well, you're beautiful. obsessed with this. I mean, people, people stand, sit there, and can't believe how beautiful my swing is. I'm gorgeous. Listen, I understand. <laughs> I understand that practice makes perfect. But why don't you? How, how often are you golfing right now? Every day. Yeah. See. Why don't you just go three times a week, which because, is great. Because I'm, tr I'm so close. And then the other couple days, I'm so close. If I did paint. that, well, I'll, I can, I'll get back to that. Anyway, I'm I mean, I, I, I might get, I, I might get, I might stop. get angry and just take my club and smash it into something and not play for the rest of the summer. And I'm trying to avoid that. Okay. Um. Well. That's, that's my perspective. And, by, and I did. I, I, I think I said that last week or the week before about I did finally shoot my age. Yeah, you did. What under my age. You did. 112, right? Um, uh, John Paul Stevens was 99. He just died. Oh. And, you know, something interesting about John Paul Stevens, he had the same career path as our very own Hawkeye. He was a, a lifeguard out of 72nd Street Beach. I didn't know Hawkeye was a lifeguard. Yeah, and he couldn't swim. That was the funny thing. <laughs> He only saved one girl. How the hell, he threw he, he threw how the hell did he finagle that one? He threw it. So he, like, he had a rope tied to it. it uh, to a to a to a Chicago. I mean, I probably half those lifeguards can't swim. So he threw uh, an air tube back. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, I ask him. He's right if there. If someone's drowning, you gotta at least have someone who can. Save he can't him. swim. Wow. We should ask him. I asked him already. Um. But anyway, so John Paul Stevens was the lifeguard at the same beach. Oh. Really? Although his career kind of went a little differently yeah. than Hawkeye's. Um, Andy, you know, Andy's daughter was his clerk. Oh, really? She was a clerk in the Supreme Court, yeah. Hmm. Um, he just had the whole kit and caboodle in town, right? He, yeah, he has that a lot. Yeah, well, they always come, I feel like, like the fourth. And then they invited Ruth and me out to out there, out to um, Bridgman, and... Um, then you said you were going to come over for a golf lesson. You're full of shit. So I had to cancel. You did not cancel. You would never have canceled because of me. Just because of you. And then I tried to actually say, okay, let's do it. And you're like, no. Just, I, I tried to do it. And then you throw a big tantrum. Well, why didn't Andy invite me? Yeah, Andy. We have a history. 
Yeah. By the way, speaking of all your whininess and your um, health. All, all of mine. You, yeah. You're just whining. And your you. health and your uh, 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 other stuff. Are you getting all your shots? No, I, I was delinquent. I just got my, I was see? supposed to get a shot on the first of the month. Yeah, see? It was just like, I got it like, what day did we, Monday. Monday. Uh, Did that help you? Yeah, my feet don't feel numb now. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so we should uh, 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 have a little shout out to a, an old town native resident bar goer, alehouse somewhat regular bartender as well, Lisa. Oh, yeah, she just had a birthday. Lisa had a birthday, and Lisa <coughs> is uh, such a nice person, and um, she's a good friend, and I love the fact that her father had such a strong history, not just in Old Town, but with the alehouse and with you. Yeah, Lazar, Lazar was a very extremely uh, um, eccentric fellow, put it. But I, he's one of the first people I met when I when I in in '61 when I moved to Old Town. He was already in the. Neighborhood? He was from New York, yeah, and um, he came from New York. I don't know exactly why, and he was very much into speed. Now, in those days, into you could what? just speed. You could just go over to Norwell. Well, Walgreens, there used to be an old-fashioned drugstore where Walgreens is right on the corner. And you could just go and buy methadone. What was it there. called? Norwell's. Northwell's. Norwell's. Oh, yeah. Norwell's. Yeah. Pharmacy? Yeah. Like, did it have, like, like, can you describe it? What it, was, what it looked like? Did it have what? Just, can you describe it? It looked like an old, uh, shit, shitty uh, drugstore. No, like, like, did it have, like, the back... You know, no, you have like, big like a sign. bar almost, or that had like the different cabinets and no, no, well, apothecary I don't know, but the big sign on the window was X Lax and okay, all that so kind of stuff. My the vision that I have of an old timey pharmacy is connected to one of my favorite movies in the world, It's a Wonderful Life. So I always think of Gower's Pharmacy, Mr. Gower, Old Man Gower. Yeah, this was an Old Man Gower. And so you have, you know, all the apothecary bottles, and then you have a like a soda fountain shit, ice cream in the back. No? Uh, no, there was no ice cream. No. <laughs> there was no ice cream in the back. But you could, buy, you could legally buy meth. And there, what's the other one? There was one, an opiate... Oh, I don't know. Oh, it was if I could, had what is the name? But there was oh paragoric, and paragoric is like if you got horrible diarrhea, mm-hmm. and there was about five or ten hardcore paragoric heads in the neighborhood. How these guys ever took a shit? Nobody, nobody <laughs> can even guess. In fact, I'll tell you a funny story about one. There was a guy. What was his name? He was an older guy, probably probably well in his forties, and. Um, so he'd come in all the time, and he'd bitch and he'd try to, you know, hustle money so he could get four bucks. Or you could only buy one uh, dose of paragoric a day, so he'd have to try to get people to go over and buy him some paragoric. And um, so here, uh, just some ice, another beer. So uh, anyway, what was his name? He was Jewish, old Jewish guy, Mori or something like that. And uh, so one day he comes into the ale house, and he's got this injured pigeon. It's got a busted wing or something like that. <laughs> oh, and so he comes in and says, 
I'm gonna kill the I'm gonna kill the pigeon if somebody doesn't give me some money for paragoric. So some girl, oh please don't kill the pigeon. Oh, and there was a veterinary uh, vet uh, vet right across the street. Yeah. In fact, Lazar. There's a story about that. Lazar had a huge fight with the guy. I forget what the name of the guy. But anyway, that was before they widened North Avenue. There was the vet across the street. So anyway. Herschel, his name was Herschel. So Herschel is sitting there, so the girl gives him money for Paragorg, and then she rushes the fucked up pigeon over the, over the, uh, <laughs> so now everybody's, Herschel, that was the worst thing, I mean, that was really, that was one of the lowest things you've ever done. So I went to the payphone, they had a payphone in there, and I called the uh, police, and I said, so the guy that there's a guy in the old town analogs he claims he killed the Grimes sisters now I don't know if you remember that case but these two girls went to see an Elvis Presley movie for like the 60th time and they got murdered and dumped in a, a vacant lot and it, what happened was a guy some kind of bust out guy named Benny Bedwell the cops, it's a huge case. It's just all over TV and and it's all over uh, uh, the newspapers. You know, who killed the Grimes sisters? So they get this guy, Benny Bedwell, this kind of hillbilly guy, and he goes to the lot in front of all the TV cameras and reenacts to perfection how he killed the Grimes sisters. The only problem was that he was in Louisville or something washing dishes when the crime took place. I mean, the cops had just beat the show. The guy told him to go out and rehearse them, and he went out there. And um, so anyway, it was a big case. It was really, really big. So I told, said that Herschel, I described Herschel and said he just described how he killed the crime sisters. Less than two minutes later, the cops are pouring into the bar. Grab, grab Herschel, cuff him, drag him out. Somebody says they they ran into him years later on Wilson Avenue. He, he oh never, God, he's hanging out with those. Yeah, but he never. Drug, he, no, he left Old Town after that. That that got got Herschel out of Old Town. And, oh, because of you? Yeah. Now, I forget why I brought that story up. Why? Because we're talking about Lazar. Oh, yeah, so Lazar. Yeah. Oh, I, I. Well, all right. Well. Oh yeah, Lazar used to buy <laughs> buy meth over there all the time. Really? And his tongue would get all white, and he just like hyper. Wait, he, can you describe? He was naturally. What did hyper. he look like? He was a very good-looking guy, uh, kind of tall, slender guy. Although he had a birthmark, I used to always make fun of his birthmark. But but he but he was real mean to me when he first met me. He was older guy. He was older than me, and. Um, so I write about him extensively, if you ever read any of my fucking books. Uh, I write, write I, about Lazar. I've read about Lazar. Yeah. So anyway... But this is radio. To, to get to a long, a long story, to make a long story short, or shorten it, um, I, come home from, I come home from the golf course, and over on... We, we had a... Well, I kind of should say, my girlfriend at the time had a basement apartment over there. It's now a resale shop or something. And you didn't even have parking meters on Wells Street in those days. So I come home. All my worldly possessions are outside the fucking door. It's like down, you walk down a few stairs. and I mean, everything's been ripped off. I mean, stuff I really like. My pool cue, my clothes, all kinds of stuff. 
So just because? Well, no, no, I, I don't know the exact reason. So I put my ear up to the window because. So was this your? The lock your, had been changed. Was this your changed. girlfriend's way of saying we are broken up? Well, it was more significant than that because I could hear Lazar in there banging her. So, yeah, I guess that's her way of saying there's a problem. There's a little problem. So I'm furious. Fucking Lazar. I get, so I take all my clothes and my pool and all this, my worldly possessions. I put them back in my, I think it was a 51 Chevy that you could never tell what color the original color was. It was just pure rust. So I put put everything back in, in my car for safekeeping. I come over to the ale house. I walk in the house. I said, and the places, the bar's packed. It's probably six, seven o'clock at night. Can you believe it? That fucking Lazar is in banging my goddamn old lady and she threw all my shit in the street. That dirty, I thought he was a friend of mine. What a motherfucker. I go and do, and all of a sudden, look, and there's Lazar's girlfriend, Natalie. And her eyes are popping out of her fucking head. She pissed? <laughs> she pissed. So now, what happens is, less than a week later, there's a marriage ceremony at, over at the Buddhist temple in Old Town. Was Lazar Lazar and Natalie. Natalie. Yeah. And then nine minutes later, Lisa was born. Nine months. Nine months later, yeah. <laughs> so Lisa was born. So I take full credit for that. I mean, so I remind, of course... So the fact that your girlfriend was having sex with Lazar and you came into the alehouse to bitch about it and the fact that Natalie was in here and she heard it led to Lisa's birth. And a very quick marriage and then a birth. Yeah. So uh, I'm Mr. Right. I'm Mr. Bud Cupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting that um, that happened because if Lazar was my boyfriend, I would have kicked him to the curb. Well, yeah. Like the fact that a marriage happened that quickly after after the fact is a little. But Cupid acts in strange ways. <laughs> um, so Lazar was a ladies' man. Yeah, well, it's funny. Zar was kind of, I mean, we, we, he he never he didn't womanize. Chicks were always hitting on Lazar. I mean, he treated them pretty bad. That was his style. It was his mo. And um, he had a torrid relationship with Chuck Mudd's um, <laughs> mom. Like Chuck was in here last night. Shut up! I missed it. Yeah. Damn it! Was yeah. he bananas? He was getting there. Oh. But anyway, love the Chuck Mudd but, but, so but, much. but chicks, chicks were oh, and then Lazar actually at one time was a professional dancer when he was in New York. But Wait, what? Yeah, he was. He had danced. In, what kind of dancer? Like West Side Story kind of, you know, show. Uh, like theater. Big, yeah. And so now. Wow, really? Yeah. So now, when I were when when my girlfriend moved out, we got back together after after that. And so she got a place on Wheeland Street, right down the street. And we had this really dumpy place for 55, uh, 55 bucks a month, a little tiny two-bedroom uh, wood frame place. But behind it, and the landlord was on the second floor, and then behind it was a little tiny coach house. And Natalie Noodleman and Bill Krause, her husband, lived in the coach house. And she had a little kid name. I think the kid's name was Tina, real little. 
and Natalie, Bill would, Bill worked at Dr. Scholl's, which is now oh, yeah. in Cobbler Square. Yeah. But that was the actual shoe factory was down there. He did something down there. So every day about noon, Bill would be walking through the little gangway heading for work. And then one guy after another would be compiling over the pop. Uh, the coach house? Uh, the coach house to bang Natalie. Oh, and um, I remember hearing music one day. I, I go out, look out the kitchen window through the, through the uh, airship, kind of the uh, gangway. And here's Na- uh, Lazar dancing to the West Side Story with Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> with Natalie. Wow. <laughs> Natalie Noodleman. Yeah, he, he was good. He could dance, yeah. I did not know that about him. Yeah, he God, was. What kind of hedonistic place was this? Um, yeah, there was, oh, well, the funniest one was there was a chick named Valerie Payment. I probably shouldn't be using her name. Eh, whatever. Probably, she might still be alive. But anyway, Valerie, we had this horrible clap epidemic. <laughs> and um, this was back in the middle 60s. <laughs> and... Um, Turns out she fucked all Tommy Makeham and all the Clancy brothers because she gave them all the Clancy cl- brothers. Yeah, she gave them all, beer, all beer, beer. She gave all the beer, Clancy beer. brothers uh, the clap, clap and Tommy Makeham. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna think about every time I hear that song on St. Patrick's Day. It spread like wildfire, so everybody's getting a clap. So there'd be a whole gang of us <laughs> waiting for the bus to go down to the Southside VD clinic for our free shots. And uh, but then it would go around the second time, you know. It was really. So you've had the clap. Yeah. Can you describe what that's like? Well, they call it a dripping lily. Oh God. Yeah. Let's say no more. <laughs> oh God. Like, are you uncomfortable? Is it itchy? Yeah, you don't Is like. It... Yeah, you don't like looking, seeing weird types of fluids coming out of your end of your dick. It's it's disconcerting. Oh, God. I mean, did you ever go to a whorehouse and have a chick check out your dick and see, make sure there's nothing well, down there? Like? I don't have a dick, and I've never been to a whorehouse, so the answer is no times okay, two. Because they're very, they're very inquisitive before they start doing stuff. Rightfully so. So okay, wait, okay. This is I have so many questions. Let's no. let's focus on the clap real quick. What did you say they called it? Well, you could say, I mean, drink, like at the, the VD clinic. Lily? At the At the VD clinic, nurse would yell, avert nurse would yell, we got another dripping lily. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is there, like, a, you get is it shot. a rash? Is it swelling? Is it? Well, well it's, it's you, if you get it quick, I mean, I mean, you know, bad things can happen if you don't treat it. And, and, um. Like, what are, I don't. I mean, syphilis is a lot worse. I really need to uh, get in touch. I mean, like get er- a little bit more familiar with everybody. The everybody's sexual got everybody had chlamydia. Like I don't know the difference between all these. What are the differences? Well, there's differences. Okay, do you know them? What they yeah. are? Yeah. Well, the herp- herpes. <laughs> oh God! Now there's a herpes. I forgot about herpes. Yeah, well, okay, herpes. can we go through clap, chlamydia, well, herpes, syph- and syphilis? Syphilis is really, you know, um, that, that can go to your brain. Well, that's what happened to Al Capone. Yeah. Okay, so can you describe what the difference is between Well, I never had syphilis. Um, the clap? <laughs> You've had the other three? Yeah. <laughs> Ruth, you're such a lucky woman. All right, okay, so let's start with... Okay, forget syphilis then. Let's start with chlamydia. Chlamydia, everybody has that. Well, what is it? 
it's like something like the clap. Okay, but like what happens? It's, it's, it's some nasty stuff starts happening. I mean, and the girls twat or the guys dick. I mean, all right, not the root of it, but like there's what, discharges and like what happens. Okay, talk about it. I don't your want, dick doesn't fall off or talk anything. Talk about it from a male perspective, since this is what you know. Yeah. Like what happened to you? Well, I just was warned. I was warned by some chick out in California and said, oh, I'm for, you know, plus I was living with Indy at the time. He's, and she said, oh, I'm sorry. I think uh, I've got chlamydia and we had unprotected sex. And I said, well, thanks for fucking telling me. So I went right away. And So you didn't have any symptoms or anything? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Okay, but you but don't... But the clap, the clap, you can see some strange-looking yellow goo coming out. Oh, oh God. All right. What about herpes? I feel like that's, that's her, 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 those are rashes or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But your glands swell up. But it, it can get really different degrees, and then it becomes inflamed. You know, you, there's reincurred. This is all in the genitals, correct? Um, well, no. Some people you know, around their mouths have used. Ooh. Yeah, cold sores all. Could, have you ever had crabs? Uh, that, uh, yeah, and that was another. <laughs> that was another girl in California. I, I feel like there would be a serious crab epidemic around here for some reason. Um, I never heard of one. I mean, it was really happening back no, in. No, no, no. By the way, not, I, just, I don't mean Chicago. I mean like Ale House, Old Town. Yeah, you know what? I don't think that many people are fucking. Around. I don't think so. No, not now. Back in the sixties. Oh, there was everything then. I know. That's what I'm talking. I'm focused on that. Not now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's sort of vanilla now. Well, everybody Compar- blamed... Comparatively. Every, well, the most extreme unsettling thing was when Patty Waite got arrested with some fucking... This was your girlfriend who you went to California with, right? I, yeah, I wrote very extensively in my first yeah. book. No, that was... A, that was oh, second book. Yeah, second book. Yeah, I described... I, I read. I describe... Um, so, but Patty, anyway, she ends up get, going to New York with some real fucking loser, little psycho drug guy. He gets busted in Pennsylvania. They find a bunch of uh, heroin in his car. So she's down. We throw this huge benefit. Oh, yeah, you're right about this. Yeah. yeah. She, we throw a huge benefit for her. And then we're, so we're all sitting around to get you know, a lawyer so she can get the fuck out. At least the guy didn't brag around or anything. So, um, she comes, so we're, she's going to be coming back to Chicago in a few days. And so everybody's thinking, well, Patty hasn't been fucked in like two months. Boy, she's going to find it. Wouldn't it be like, be the first guy to get nailed at, you know, at least. She, so about three days after she's back, I bump into her on the street. I'm driving by and she waves, jumps in my car. And so... Let's go over. We went over the parking lot by the beach. So, anyway, she was a temptress, and you had sex with her. Yeah, and so then the next day, I bump into I think either McAtee or Pratt. I said, "You didn't fuck Patty yet, did you?" This <laughs> is why, because I got to clap. What? Everybody had the fucking clap. Patty. How the fuck are you going to clap in the fucking jail pit? You know, so obviously yeah. he's doing the guard or something like that. So that was another clap episode. Wow. Everybody's going to the BD clinic once more, one more time. <laughs> I just love it. I love the, I have this vision of all of you delinquents hanging out at the 72 North bus stop 
waiting to yeah, get on the bus for no, your free VD shots. Well, no, and when you get to there, you'd see guys you know. Scra- <laughs> scratching your crotch sit, sitting, the whole time. Sitting in chairs in the waiting room, there's a whole bunch of people you know. Okay, so you've had herpes, you've had chlamydia, you've had the clap, you've had crabs. Anything else we're missing? I think that pretty much sums it up. No syphilis. That's good. I'll tell you what. One of the worst. One of the worst injuries was. I remember I was having sex when I was in high school out on a, a road. And um, by the way, Ruth some, looks really disgusted. Some right really, now. <laughs> some really, some really sicko fucking uh, cops snuck up in their car, police car. And so yeah. now, yeah, in those days, I mean, your dick would get hard and stay hard. I mean, you, 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 just, you know, even in an emergency situation. So all of a sudden they throw the goddamn Mars lights on and their pot lights on my girl. So she's scrambling to put some clothes in. So I try to zip up my zipper and it gets caught in my dick. <laughs> I have to make this decision. Do I zip or not zip? You know, and, and here's the cops closing in on me. So I ended up having three stitches in my dick. That, that was sounds really, terrible. Oh, that was awful. Did they give you any um, anesthesia, like lo- local... Fuck no. Cops were kind of... I mean, the no. doctor... Yeah. The doctor kind of thought... Oh, boy. He, I told him the story, too. He went, oh. <laughs> oh. Did you tell your parents? No. I'll tell you one thing that was funny. Oh, right at that same time, that winter, um, I would come home. You know, the only thing that would get me up on a Sunday morning was the smell of bacon. My mom would be making breakfast. So it was, it was the middle of the winter. So I come downstairs on, it was like a Sunday morning come downstairs and I'm sitting at the kitchen table and my two brothers and my sister and my grandmother and my mom's busy cooking and my dad's sitting at the head of the table reading the Chicago Tribune and I look out the window and there's three rubbers frozen to the side of my car oh my god no it was frozen to the side of my dad's car three of them yeah why three I was very um, active in those days (laughs) I was six. I think I was sixteen. <laughs> was it the same same girl? Yeah. Well, because you don't. I don't know. You never know with you. No, I mean no. She was. Yeah, she's great. She was great. <laughs> so, anyway, I've got kind of surreptitious. But no family can see me. He's kind of like, oh, I forgot something in the car. And, uh, snap, snap, snap. Oh God, so disgusting. The <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Do you still remember her name? Oh, sure. I did a great painting of her. What's her name? She's, in fact, she's on neck time. I'm not, I'm not, her, her first name was Judy. But, uh, I ask you this because I'm always fascinated by the fact that you have a memory like a steel trap. Was it, you were 16 years old and you remember this girl. Oh, I remember her well. In fact, we, we reconnected about two years ago. I mean, on, on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. She's, she's the smartest girlfriend I ever had, but she was also the meanest. I feel like you say it about all the girlfriends. No, no. Mine I never. I, I accuse very few of them of being smart, believe me. <laughs> Except, of course, we. Of course. Present company excluded. Why was she so mean? She was her nature, I think. <laughs> she, she, was, she was tough. She was tough. Well, that's a good. She was good. I, she was hot, really. I, in fact, I did a great. I, I was a naked painting of her, a full figure naked painting of her at my house. In uh, Hyde Park. Next time you're there, I'll show it to you. Okay. 
Yeah, I'd like to see it. And then I, I put her on a tie, a necktie. I sent her the necktie. She liked it. Um, oh, that's her? Yeah, I know exactly who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, now I know Judy. She has a name. See, I did sketches of her naked, and yeah. so I never, my mom was nice enough to toss that Like when you were 16? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's nice that your mom kept it all. Yeah. Even though the naughty ones. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, last night I met this girl, this woman, who has had a very interesting life. And she is an artist and left art for a long time and got back into it. And I was asking her about her art, and she said, you know, well, it's not, it's something I love to do, uh, but it's not, it's a little bit misunderstood the subject matter and I was like okay well what is it she goes I like to paint naked men and their penises and I was like oh my god you've got to meet Bruce Elliott because yeah. he does the same thing except with women's privates yeah we have so much in common so I'm gonna see if she'll, I'm gonna see if she'll be a guest on our podcast well I think that uh, she has to be a little more interesting than that I think we need a little more she was pretty expansive inter- she was pretty interesting well, yeah, but how long can you talk about... Well, it's a segment. Oh, a segment, okay. Not the whole show. Oh, all right. You should trust me by now. Don't you think I know? No, I can't. I can't. And he by the way... doesn't trust anybody. And, 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 and I'd like to make a comment to the oh, audience. Shocker. Instead. Here we go. Um, it's so what simple. What kind of horrible things because, have I done? Because Tuesdays and Thursdays, there's not, there's not a blog now. And so... For those of you who don't... Read the blog. Smart. Just kidding, Bruce. Um, Bruce has a blog, and he writes... Well, no. Let me preface. Let me erase that. He writes most days. And for for a good two-plus years, I wrote Thursdays. And uh, Buzzkill wrote Fridays. I have been very... And Kevin from uh, New Orleans. And Kevin from New Orleans does Wednesdays. I have been very vocal in the past that the blog writing for Bruce is not a priority. I always do it last minute, and I felt it was very unfair, and I just, it was time to just not do it anymore, and so he also, you were okay with it, and understood, and you also fired uh, Buzzkill, so now... For lack of interest. Yeah, well, he, he his heart wasn't in it. No. For sure. Oh, it was for a while. Yeah. He was doing very well. He was doing a great job, but then the last, I don't know, few couple months, it was just well two si- paragraphs. Since he came into a few dollars. Yeah, two paragraphs. At least I would always post last minute or late, but I gave you a good blog. Okay, so you decided that you were now going to just post a blog on Mondays and Tuesdays. And Kevin uh, would still do no, Wednesdays. No, I would do it Monday uh, and Monday, Friday. Monday and Friday, and Kevin would still do Wednesday. Wednesday. And so Tuesday and Thursday, there would be no blog. Okay, so that's one Monday. Unless you decide to write an emergency. I thing. might write one every now and then. But the other thing is, is that the rule of the blog was you have to post it by 2 p.m. No, that wasn't the yes, rule. Yes, it was. That we was went back rule. and forth all the that fucking time. That was your rule. Let me explain something. Why... Okay, your, the third thing I want to say, the ob- third thing I want to say is all of these people email me their blogs 
and I have because to you haven't showed me how to take the time you, to you, post it yes, on your thing. But you haven't showed. If you could probably teach me how to do it. I've showed you before. No, you haven't. You never even. To learn. No, you try to be. You're control freak, and you're trying to control me, and that's just one oh of the ways you control me. So here's here's the difference. Because there's no blog Tuesday, and there's no blog Thursday. So today, Wednesday, why not post the blog? Because Kevin always comes in a day early. He does. So you could do it at midnight, midnight, uh, or at like 7 or 8 in the morning. He sent it last night while I was at dinner. Yeah. And I got home at 1 a.m. So you could have posted it right there. That's not my priority. Of course it's not. When I got home, I brushed my teeth and went to bed. Yes, because you're you're, you're a sex freak, and that's all you can think about. (laughs) I mean, I know you're. By bed, I meant sleeping. I closed my eyes and I went to sleep. All right, so you wake up. What time did you get up today? Seven forty-five. So you go on your computer. You check out what's going on. No, I didn't because I woke up. I have an eight thirty meeting, so I literally woke up to go shower, get ready, and leave. Just all you have to do is transform the fucking thing to what what do they? what, What do you call that? What is it when they're just sitting there before we finalize them? Text or something like that, and then I would have done it. You just get that part and get my hands but it's, on it. Again, it's not like. First of all, I will say. You tell, how long it's does not it take you? The first thing I think of. Yeah, but how every long is fucking it ta- Tuesday? How long does it or take Wednesday, you to do? Whatever the fuck it is. How long does it take you to do? Five minutes, if that. So I'm asking you for five fucking minutes. Okay. The other thing I will say is that out of your self-indulgent you I, day, you and I had never had a conversation. About the fact that, as of this week, you needed your blogs posted, the Wednesday blogs posted at 8 a.m. Yeah. You never, you never shared that with me. I would think that you would be, you would understand that. Not a priority. Why would I assume that you needed an 8 a.m. Because post time. Because we have fans. The the blog has fans. They're, they're, they're starving for, for, for entertainment. Yeah, but the beauty of it is if you post it later, you make them wait and all the more anxious and then they're really excited. They're on their no. they're on their No. They're on their just toes waiting, no. waiting, just, waiting. Just in the future. The minute Kevin sends it to you. Okay, see put it out this there is where the problem. I have access. The minute Kevin sends it to me, fuck that. I got other shit going on. I'm not gonna just no, you, jump at the chance to, to yes. or jump. And, w- and when you ask me to make a great sacrifice, I do do it. I'm going to have to think of more great sacrifices. Yeah, well, I did, I did a, a massive one for you recently. Hmm. Well, I had to think about that. Um, by the way, in the time that we've been sitting here, a painting has come down, and I'm trying to figure out which one it was. There's a big blank hole. Where? Did you see it? Stand up. Look. Underneath Aja Argento and. Oh, that's not a painting. That's probably the priceless. Uh, some, uh, Kim, oh, that's right. Kim it's is the prob- Kim is probably. It's uh, the beer list. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoo! Oh, are we getting new beer? As if I give a shit. You know, let me tell you something about beer. Beer is like sausage. Do you really want to know how it's made? <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I do. Good stuff is made oh, well. This is wheat. This is hops. This is, you know what you do? You drink fucking beer. Um, I'm going to have a conversation with a couple of your bartenders because I have two beers coming out next month. And I feel that they should be on tap at the Old Town Ale House. Or at least one should be available in cans because you love me so much. Um, Do you support this message? No. <laughs> no. You won't want to have my beers that I personally had a hand in making? No, I think it's probably more of the... I actually have three beers coming I, out I month. think you're probably getting payoffs. Um, I don't get paid to do it because they're uh, uh, labors of love. Two are for the Bruzium. You're making beer? I don't make it. I consult on the uh, uh, ingredients and in the, in the story behind it. So, <clears throat> what are they called? Um, they're not announced yet, and I mean, oh. but I, I don't have a problem announcing it. Uh, one is going to be made by Temperance Beer Company, and it's the first Tem- ever Temperance Temperance in Evanston. It's the first brewery in Evanston because they were dry. It's home of the Temperance movement. Yeah, that's right. Um, so it's kind of funny. They uh, are making a beer that is the very first beer that the Field Museum is making in collaboration with another cultural organization, and they're making it with us, the Museum. Do they sell beer in the Field yeah, Museum? Yeah, the Field Museum has a lot of the line of beers. Really? Yeah. Many of which are made by off-color. Do they have a bar in the museum mm-hmm. now? They do? It's awesome. You know, you, you kept saying you were going to invite uh, Ruth and me over to... Uh, oh, see let's, your, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, but, well, this has been like two years now. I you want to go on? Uh, you want to go on Friday? Maybe. It's supposed to be really hot. Who gives Great. a shit? Great! It's indoors. It's an indoor exhibit. Yeah, and we can just hop the. Uh, can you not get on the bus? Yeah, well, we can just hop the um, so the uh, train. I had to give a lecture there at two p.m. so we can do it beforehand. <laughs> I'm inviting you to come and see my exhibit on Friday. Well, Can we hear your lecture? Oh, maybe. Yeah, if you want to. That sounds like right about the time I'll be playing golf. Though. This is what I'm saying. Balance. Figure this shit out. Don't play golf on Friday, for fuck's sake. Or start later. Yeah. Jeez. Dildo head. We'll anyway, so Temperance Beer Company is making the beer for the Field Museum and the Bruseum. And it's inspired by uh, the 1893 World's Fair. And so that's where I consult the infusion of these historical things and stories. The 93? 1893, yeah. So one of the mottos of the 1893 World's Fair was, all the world is here. Literally meaning that they brought the world to Chicago, but the world was coming to Chicago to see the extravagance and the exhibits and everything. Kind of like 68, the whole world's watching. (laughs) Well, a little bit different, right? Because it's not a fair, but more of a nasty thing. But anyway, so the name of the beer is called All the World is Here. Um, And that's going to be these beautiful, the design is unbelievable. And that's going to be in these beautiful cans. So that would actually be a nice can for you guys to carry. And then I'm making another beer uh, with um, a, I made another beer with a brewery in Virginia. Uh, called Powers Farm Brewery and then one in Illinois called Rolling Meadows Farm Brewery and uh, that one is an Abraham Lincoln inspired beer called Cabin and Cottage about his journey from cabin life to cottage he had a cottage outside of the White House where it was sort of like his uh, I don't know man cave? yeah, Camp David is kind of what it was so that beer 
is also has a beautiful can and will be available on draft as well. So I'm saying like you can have these very special beers here. The beer geeks will love it, See, and I'll love it because you're supporting me. Here's how the bartenders look at stuff. We, we, we give them autonomy. It's what people come in and ask for. You don't shove it down their goddamn throat. You, you, people come in and ask, do you have this, do you have that? And The goddamn not, tap handle is going to be temperance. The goddamn not, tap handle would be rolling Yeah, but it's metals. how it fucking tastes. It's good. Like, shitty meat's delicious. Am I ever going to make anything well, crappy? Hey, you, no. Ask, ask, ask Grasshopper if anybody comes in and asks for temperance. You know what? I will. Okay. That's I'll make, I'm going to make this happen without your help. Well, you, you, I, I, I go directly to Grasshopper. On that note, I think we should end the show. Anything you want to say? Um, I hope to fuck <laughs> you become a little more responsible, that's all. About what? Your blog? About life in general. You know what? And I hope to fuck you sell my beer. Well, see, I, little Miss Capitalist, that's not how I look at things. Little Mr. Selfish. Well, I told you, talk to Grasshopper. I don't get it. I will. I give a fuck. Scratch my back, I scratch yours. It's a Chicago way. It is a Chicago way. And that's who we are at our core. We're Chicagoans. Which is why we're so in love. Yeah. yeah. I know. You can, you can hear the fucking violin music <laughs> just bursting out all over, can't you? All right, uh, I, think, I, think, I think on that happy note, <laughs> just get the goddamn blogs in there. Goddamn later. beer, all right? Ruth, thanks for joining us and for um, getting us all the delicious beer we're drinking. Jordan, a giant tip of the hat to you. Huge tip of the hat. As usual. And, and can we come every week at 8? Because the traffic was so simple coming in. Again, well, I mean, all Jordan. about the genius. Yeah, it's about Jordan. We'll talk Maybe to Jordan it would... about it. It's all, it really is about Jordan. Yeah. I will, I will go with Jordan's schedule anytime over yeah. yours. Okay. Well, he's, he's, the, he's the key. He's the anchor to all of this shit. Oh, gee. No shit, Sherlock. All right. Agree on that. All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, appreciate you guys listening to this silliness, the banter, the love, the hate. Stay hydrated. Stay hi- Not just the genius, but that's for all of you. Everyone stay hydrated. Genius. Oh, I have to... One funny little thing. Ruth, we were talking about graffiti the other day and um, I said nah you know I was never really into graffiti except for one little thing that I used to do in when I lived in Uppers Grove in his vigilante days well it wasn't even it was yeah. no it was in my anti-social juvenile delinquency days really which were very similar but I used to write because it, it just infuriated people so much. Every all over Upper's <clears throat> Grove, I'd write, "Bruce is love," and <laughs> it just seemed to really. So now everybody, said, you wouldn't do that, would you? My parents even. No, I said that somebody's out to get me or something like that, and I carried it all the way out to um, when I moved to Berkeley, and I go into San Francisco, like I was in some friend's elevator going up. I'd write Bruce's love. It just seemed to really fucking piss, piss people off. And then they put it in a um, sprinkler system at Jack and Park Golf Course about 20 years ago. And so there was fresh cement around all the little sprinkler places. 
So I write Bruce's love on that. And so everybody, who the fuck is this? What the, that's not you, is it, Bruce? I said, of course not. So that was my, that's my only graffiti I ever wrote. Okay. Yeah. Did it have a penis involved? No, just Bruce's love. Vagina. Nothing. No. Okay. It's a good mantra, though. Keep saying it. Bruce's love. Bruce's love. If I keep saying it, hopefully I'll start believing it. Yeah. And hopefully it'll happen. I'll put it out to the universe. Yes. Yes. And it'll actually happen. There you go. By the way, retrograde is happening. Yeah. A week ago. Yeah, we it goes until the 31st, so everybody keep... What's retrograde? Keep, uh, the lesson here is uh, watch what you say, think before you speak, uh, <laughs> and just communication is going to be a little wonky. Messages could come back to you, things that you've said. Hey, everybody, good to see you. Hey! Holy hey. shit, where'd this cat come out of from? He's not been around forever. Anyway, so speaking of communication. <laughs> like a bad penny, he came back. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, it's nice to see him. I can't wait to actually catch up with him in a minute. Anyway, uh, thank I you. Mi- I missed you, Kramer. I, I did too. I, I genuinely missed everybody. Um, genius on all of those wonderful remarks that we just said throughout this last hour and ending on a love-hate. Uh, hey, do you have my 25 bucks? <laughs> I'm not going to forget. Yeah, no, I may, anyway. I might have it. I, anyway. may, I may have it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that I'm note. Sure. I'm not sure. Say goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Bye. That's right, I completely forgot. <laughs>